Good morning and welcome Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number 800-951-0592, the website at allamericangold.com. And it is Friday, and I am... Friday is one of the most important days of the week for me because... Usually I'm pretty wiped out by today, and I'm ready for the weekend. And, and this week was extra stressful uh, uh, for me because there was a lot of these developments that I've been warning you about and telling you about. Uh, we, we took a big step uh, this week in, in those things happening, uh, which always gets me, uh, gets me nervous because... I know what's going to happen, Jason. I know that that this is going to to put a lot of stress and a lot of pain on a lot of people, and and you know I want to help as many people as possible. I think we want to help as many people as as possible. I, I guess if there's a you know a, a a silver lining to this, you know, on the half empty cup of Joe, we talk about the silver lining of COVID and all these mandates was it woke a lot of people up, right? And all of a sudden we had parents going to school board meetings and, and, and local elections. People have realized, wait a minute, those things are actually important. Uh, and that I think when we go through these crises, and especially, uh, the next one that's getting ready to happen here. We always end up with a lot more people figuring out, uh-oh, hey, the, the, this wasn't what it seemed. And we always end up, we end up with more customers. We end up with more listeners, right? You know, I go back to like the, the housing crisis and the financial crisis. Uh, we picked up thousands of, uh, of new listeners and customers. And I think it's good. we're going to get them again. Unfortunately, uh, it still leaves millions and millions of people that haven't figured it out yet. That's right, Joe. That's why we're on the radio, and, and uh, you you bought the radio station, so now we're doing extra hours of radio to talk more about uh, even the non-gold and, and market side of things. And uh, you know, it's, you know, we get to say stuff like, uh, oh, I'm looking at now, Michael Burry. You know the. You know, the, the big short, he says, well, every rally in the market from here on out is a trap. There is no rallies to be buying into. There is no buying, you know, buying the dip. Uh, it's going to continue to go lower. You know, these are the yeah. things you people Let's, need to know. Yeah, and I'm going to give out my son's number again. Uh, all the things you do that aren't gold and silver related, your stocks, uh, insurance, tax stuff. And boy, tax stuff is going to be really important in the future. When, on the other side of this, Taxes are going to be a lot higher, believe me. So here's Joey's number again, 602-909-9048 for all your other paper investments. The key to this, Jason, is going to be how much of your wealth uh, are you going to get protected? Because uh, I think Burry's right on. Any rally is just a, a way to sell out because this market's going to head significantly lower. We have Jay Powell talking Listen, he has dropped some big bombshells today, uh, and and we're going to talk about this when we get back. But, Jason, a major announcement from Jay Powell today 
about the central bank digital currency. I mean, we already knew it was coming, right? But uh, Jay Powell essentially uh, letting everybody who wanted to pay attention to it uh, that if the United States wants any chance at retaining its reserve currency status, they're going to ha- we're going to have to go digital. That that that's the newest now. So here you go. Right, they're getting us ready. This is one of the steps. Hey, when the crash happens and it gets ugly, uh, the the dollar status already in question. You know, we talked yesterday, China selling, Japan selling. Everyone wants to, you know, uh, investors, Wall Street investors, they're they're buying treasuries because they're scared. But these other countries are dropping dollars like flies. That's right. <clears throat> That's right, Joe. And, and really, I mean, we, we already live in a world where 97 to 98% of all of our money uh, is, is digital anyways. There's only like 2% of the money is cash. And so I think the, the problem is, Joe, they got to figure out how to trans, transfer all the remaining cash in the industries that use cash. I mean, for, for example, uh, my wife took a trip with her, uh, some of her, uh, her, her aunt and her mom to, to uh, Blackhawk. You do a little gambling, and uh, they do a lot of cash there. So it's like so 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 those systems have to be put into place to where they can absorb the cash out of it, and they're and they're doing it, Joe. You would you wouldn't believe what's gone on since coronavirus in that industry, man. How they're they're changing to an all digital, no no employee type situation, and uh, yet that's it, Joe. We're already digital. They're just trying to figure out that last two percent. How do you get rid of that last two percent, right? Yeah, and and again, uh, the the realities are the it gives the ability. Uh, to uh, again control everything, and and uh, we're going to see that. I think we're going to see uh, this happen. Uh, th- his announcement today just means it's going to be quicker than that. Uh, he also talked about inflation today. Kind of funny how he didn't sound, you know, that hawkish on his little uh, when they we raised the rates three quarters of a point on Wednesday. Today, when because he was testifying in front of Congress, and, and today, much more blunt. I I don't believe him, but I'm going to tell you what he said, so so people can kind of know uh, what what at least for right now the Fed is saying about inflation because it's going to be really important. I just want everyone to know, uh, as you already know, minimum payments are, and credit cards are going to skyrocket. Uh, mortgage rates are going to skyrocket. Uh, buying a car, financing a car is going to skyrocket. Anything uh, doing with debt is going to be costing a whole lot more if Jay Powell's telling the truth. We got that and so much more coming up next. 800 951 Goldstown 6, uh, 1844. Uh, obviously, a big day uh, in the gold markets. Yesterday, uh, a little bit of profit taking here. It's like quadruple witching uh, on, on Wall Street today. Uh, one, one thing that's kind of interesting, crude oil is down $6, all profit taking. They're just taking some. Today is profit taking day and, and, uh, Wall Street making, uh, uh, repositioning portfolios for, for lack of a better term. Uh, I've got a sale today. I got it online already. Uh, I got offered an opportunity. This is from a, uh, not one of our primary wholesalers, but a wholesaler, you know, people want our business. It's always good. Uh, I've got an opportunity, Jason. They, they offered us up a hundred twenty dollar gold pieces, 
gold prices. So remember, yesterday we were twenty one seventy five. Today we're twenty one ninety five. Is gold? I know it's down six right now, but gold was up what thirty forty bucks yesterday. I've got a hundred twenties available for twenty one fifty two thousand one hundred and fifty. That's just that's great value right now at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Uh, and again, Jay Powell was out uh, today, and he was uh, speaking at uh, a, one, one of these conferences, you know, and uh, said that he was the Federal Reserve, I'll just give you some quotes here, acutely focused on returning inflation to its 2% objective. My colleagues and I are, are determined on meeting our dual mandate, and that also depends on maintaining financial stability. So on the one hand, he said, listen, we're going back to 2% inflation. But then he said, but uh, we got this, you know, financial stability thing, so uh, I'm, I, we're only going to fight it till we break it, is essentially what Jay Powell was saying today. Wow, y'all. <laughs> you know, here's the thing uh, about uh, Jay Powell and the Fed uh, in the last uh, couple of years. Uh, even though they, uh, it's, it's hard to get, uh, get a good beat on what they're actually going to do as far as, as the entirety of what they're going to do, Joe, but when they say they're going to do something recently, they actually do it. When they say they're going to print, they printed. When they said they were going to stop printing, they stopped printing. When they said they're going to sell the balance sheet, they did. When they said they were going to raise the rates, they did. So there is one thing, you know, when they, at least when they say they're going to do something, they've been doing it recently, Joe. Yeah, absolutely. I just had uh, someone reach out, a uh, listener reach out. Do we still think crude's going to be 130 by the end of summer? Yes. Yeah, I, I hope it's not higher than that. Uh, but, but you know, like you said, Jay Powell, hey, we're fighting inflation. We're determined. Oh, wait, but we got this financial stability thing. So, uh, you know, take it for, for what it's worth. So let, let's get to the heart, though, of really the message that he made loud and clear today about the dollar, uh, the international role of the dollar, and obviously, uh, if the United States reserve currency status starts to, to wane, uh, th- th- that would be horrific. Then, then we're talking something. I don't even want my, my mind to even go there. I know that uh, the world is going to use dollars less and less to buy things, but we still need a lot of the world to use dollars. Otherwise, it's going to be a horrible problem. And, and, and already I can see this multifaceted argument that they're going to use to, to try to convince us we need this digital currency. He said, looking forward, rapid changes are taking place in the global monetary system. Okay, well, of course, what is he talking about? Is he talking about Japan? Is he talking about Europe? Is he talking about the dollar? Is he talking about uh, the liquidity problems? Probably all of them. That may affect the international role of the dollar in the future. So I'll give him credit right there, Jason. At least he's being honest. He's warning us 
hey, by the way, we, we may have a problem here with the dollar, right? I mean, that first sentence, he, he's essentially saying, hey, uh, we may have a problem here. And, 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 and he uses the word rapid changes. Well, I, I see rapid changes coming too, Joe. We've talked about it that uh, it starts, at first it starts kind of slow and, and then it, it speeds up really fast. And as, as you're as you're uh, reading this information off, I'm I have to apologize. I'm looking at some of this uh, this because I don't do tweeting. I, I don't I don't get Michael Burry's tweets. So I have somebody who's reading it off. Man, what Michael Burry is saying, Joe, Joe for the markets is. Wow, devastating. He says, no, it will go at least 15%. The S&P 500 will be 15% lower than its low in 2020, the, the COVID low, m- most likely around 1862. Can you imagine if the S&P goes down yeah. to 1862? Yeah. And, and it's going there, so, isn't it? So the, the, the Dow COVID low, for people that want to you know, relate, correlate to the Dow, uh, we're talking about uh, 19,000. Uh, well, high 18s. Uh, so what, what Michael Burry, by the way, who's Michael Burry? For those of you that don't know, uh, Michael Burry, the big short, uh, he was the one who, uh, was warning about all of that, uh, those, uh, CV, uh, those derivatives, uh, in these houses, in, in the housing markets, uh, where nobody was living in them and all of that. Uh, he, he, it, he's been pretty good because he called the rally afterwards as well. And now he's saying, get ready. Uh, and, and, and again, I think Jason and I, we're already there. We, we, I'm hoping that's as low as it goes. I'll just say that right now. I'm hope it, that's as low as it goes. We'll wait and see. And I think this, it really ties in to Jay Powell here because I think Jay Powell knows yep. as well. So, so listen to what he says after that. So he's already saying, hey, listen, we got rapid changes. The dollar's role here may be in trouble. Most major economies have already have or are in the process of developing instant 24-7 payments. Okay? Mm-hmm. This is your blockchain. This is your digital currency. Okay, so obviously the first uh, sentence, most major economies already, okay, he's talking about China, right? China's already got it, using it, and it's expanding more and more inside of China. says everybody else is developing it. So he's letting us know, hey, we're developing it. As the Fed's white paper on this topic notes, and by the way, you can go to their website, you can read the paper for yourself been up there a united states central bank digital currency could also potentially help maintain the dollar's international standing uh, well i guess i guess uh, i guess there's a way of, of that's one way of looking at it right joe <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, we can control what you can or can't spend, and uh, with a digital currency, we can control what countries can or can't spend. Right? It, we think about ourselves, Joe, but what about these nations trading back and forth? You know, there's a, uh, as soon as the Russian war started, well, sanctioned Russia. You know, they can uh, with a digital currency, it gets even worse. Boy, I'm going to tell you right now. Believe me, and I know your people are listening. Well, that doesn't sound that bad. This is talk you never hear of because he, he's essentially saying listen the dollar's rolls under we're under duress here 
And we listen, I promise you this, we are going to lose some. The question is how much. Right? The more we lose, the worse what Michael Burry's talking about, the worse it gets. And, and, and Jay Powell's coming out and even, and even, even admits, even if we have it, we're still going to have issues. Because what does he say? He says it's going to potentially help maintain. Which, which is him saying, listen, we're still going to lose. We're, we're going to need to do this. And he, and he goes on from there. He, and this is something, you know, this is how devious these guys really are. The Federal Reserve recently wrapped up a four-month-long consultation with the public about a digital dollar. And most of you are probably going, what? What? Public? He didn't, cons- he didn't uh, consult with us. That's not who he's talking about. He was talking about the, the banks, the big guys on Wall Street. That's, that's who they consulted with, right? They consulted with J.B. Diamond, right, and, and J.P. Morgan and Bank of America and Goldman, right? They probably uh, threw a bone out to Bezos and Musk and, and a few others of uh, uh, billionaires out there. And, the, and, and he acknowledges, hey, we wrapped that part up. And he says, right now, we're in the process of considering the feedback we've been given. We will be thinking not just about the current state of the world, but also how global financial systems may evolve. I, I threw May in. He did not say that. Also how the global financial system uh, evolves over the next five to ten years. So now... I, at least for me, Jason, Jay Powell just put a time on it. Right? Yeah. Five years. Five years. Well, it says five to ten, <clears throat> but five. Well, it lines up with uh, Agenda 2030, doesn't it? Uh, boy. Big go. Big go. Right in that time. We're big shock there. And again, this is why I said these guys have it all planned out. Remember, it was, like a year ago, they were still denying we were even doing it. So then he goes on. The United States is a step behind. With 10 countries already having launched their own versions, another 15 countries in pilot stages, 105 countries representing over 95% of global GDP are exploring central bank digital currencies. In May of 2020, it was reported that only 35 countries were considering. That's a load of crap. right? We've been telling you, Jason and I, we've been talking about this digital money uh, since it, what, Jason? Since you started. I was talking about digital currencies before I even joined up with Patriot Trading Group. I would go to some of these local coin clubs because I did, I did collectible coins. And I would tell some of these guys uh, how we're going to have this digital money and uh, and. and, and they laughed at me. They, people were just laughing at me in, in uh, I guess, what, 2016, 2017. It's like, they're, this is coming our way. I said, the, the ultimate enslavement of society. We're already enslaved. Now we're really going to be enslaved. You know, everything we do is going to be looked at, scrutinized, and controlled. And, uh, Joe, I just, 
it's it's crazy because if you don't think it's coming, just just look at this for a minute. When you when you go to get a, a car loan or a mortgage, what's the first thing they do? They they get your credit score, that a test of how how valuable you are and and how the bank should look at you. Why would you think it'd be any different about you uh, now that they can look at everything you do, cameras everywhere, they, they, they can follow you everywhere you go with your cell phone. You're going to have this ESG score or something else that they're going to call it that's that's maybe sounds prettier. And, uh, and, and then your digital money is going to be uh, dictated based off this score you've got. You know, they already do it with, you know, here's the thing, you and your bank should be able to determine the risk in the loan without a credit score. But now the credit score. I mean, Joe, can you think of anybody that would not use a credit score when it comes to a loan? When, when, what happened to the days where, uh, like, you always use a, "It's a Wonderful Life"? Remember, you know, the the, the building alone, and you and you knew your neighbors, and you and you, you did loans based off the trust of your of the, pe- the people around you that you knew. And uh, the, well, that doesn't exist anymore. It's all about a score, right, Joe? And it's it's here. It's, uh, it's coming. And, and 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 I think the score is going to change. You know, there's a credit score. There's going to be an ESG score. Speaking of the power of digital, I'm going to tell you what the abilities of the government are going to be next. This is coming out of China to give you an idea of what we got to look forward to. 800-951-0592, Gold's down 3, uh, 1846-1847, uh, $20 gold, big sale today. This is, uh, you know, really going back. Probably thirty, forty dollars in gold to go. Uh, Twenty-one fifty on twenty-dollar gold pieces today at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. So Jay Powell today at his little conference lets everybody know the United States is much farther along on digital currency than we thought. Hey, we've already wrapped up our feedback. We've gotten our feedback, and we're getting ready to go. Uh, all, all but it's done, right? We're doing it, and he's saying, "Hey, we're going to have to do it because the dollar is going. Its role in the monetary global monetary system is going to come under pressure, which of course correlates exactly to what Michael Burry was warning about today. This is there's going to be significant, significant pressures because." They're going to raise rates until we enter that double Great Depression that Jason and I keep warning about. Uh, Neil Kashkari's out now. Minneapolis Fed already throwing his weight behind. Ah, I'm ready for another 75 points at the next meeting. Uh, Jason, I think we'll be lucky if it's only 75 points in the next meeting. Yeah, you know, I'm... It's great to do a show like this. I, I I have a basic understanding of this stuff. Joe has more of an understanding than I do. So I I, I like when I'm able to bounce and listen to the informations off of other people and what and how they see and things. So I've got Joe to listen to, and of course all everybody listens to KHNC has been listening to Joe and Eric before him for years. Uh, there's guys like Michael Burry out there, and then I got my guys I listen to. Joe has his guys, and it's great because I'm really good at grabbing. I think you know, if I have one. One thing that I'm good at, I think when I hear something that is, is very intelligent and well thought through, I grab it and I try to bring it out to the air. This, I just found the Michael Burry thing from a guy, a guy named uh, Michael Cohen. It's, it's a guy from Australia that I play clips from once in a while. And he's taking this tweet because Michael Burry, he'll come on Twitter, 
give you some information, and then he feels really uncomfortable staying on Twitter. He doesn't like Twitter, but he knows this is a way to get people some information. And then he, this last thing that he tweeted, he just canceled his account again. So this is like, here it is. This is the last thing you need to know. And he was he was comparing the 1970s inflation, and the markets were down for 25 years from 68 to 93, to what's happening now. And and this is how he's getting his numbers <clears throat> with the debt that we have now, Joe. We don't have to go to fifteen, you know, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen percent uh, interest rates with the Fed to get the the massive problems they had in the seventies. He's saying basically twenty five percent. So let's just say sixteen percent interest in uh, the seventies when we had the inflative cycle. Four percent is kind of like the hangman's noose of of complete destruction. So he's saying there is some room to just keep pushing these rates, as Joe was just saying. Listen to what he says about the markets as far as how they, they react to, to some of these different crashes and how you can tell that the market's got a long way to go. The S&P bottomed 13% lower than the 2002 bottom of 2009, 17% lower than the 1998 LTCM crisis low of 2002. Yeah, long-term capital, that's the long-term capital yep. crisis. It, it ended up, uh, the S&P ended up 10% lower than the 1970s low. Of 1975, so 15% lower than the COVID low has to happen this time, which is between 1800 and 2300, depending on what how you look at some of these. But basically, Joe, with the S and P at uh, at 3600 right now, he's saying at least 15% lower than 2300, and probably in the 1800 range. And then he also says, "Hey, by the way, that's 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 where it has to go. It doesn't have to stop there." He says that, "Hey." Yeah, what they 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 try to push past that four percent or even get near it. You know, it, and again, that overshoot that always happens. Uh, well, I shouldn't say always. Most of the time, we always overshoot to the upside, overshoot to the downside. So, to to Burry's point, more than likely we could go lower than that. Yep. Uh, but probably bounce back into where that number, you know, that 1800 number. So think about this. What he's essentially saying, Jason, is the paper assets, you know, the S&P is already down, what, 22 23%. And he's saying, listen, there's going to be another 50% coming, yes. essentially. Give, yes. give or take 40 50% more pain coming. Uh, and, and honestly... That's where I sit. This is where I've sat. The news this week gave me that horrible, you know, that horrible pit in the stomach where, oh, man. Looks this familiar. This is coming. I it looks, hope, I hope it looks familiar, doesn't it, Joe? It looks familiar, yeah. doesn't it? Yep, yep. Too many of these things. And and so I want you to know uh, the digital currency. I'm going to give you an example of the power that they'll have. Uh, in, in Zhengzhou. So for those of you who know Zhengzhou, it's probably the third most important city in all of China, uh, behind Beijing and Shanghai. Uh, about 14 million people. Think, you know, think how big China is compared to 14 million people live there. On January, on June 14th, so this is three days ago, Chinese citizens in that city had a red health code alert show up on their phones, which prevented the citizens from 
going anywhere using any public transportation barred from public all public places public toilets uh shops train stations mandatory quarantine in centralized isolation centers so you get this little order on the phone you go here but it went further than that these citizens are amongst tens of thousands of Chinese citizens who have now had their bank deposits frozen and are trying to fight to recover their savings. And Jason, I think you you put this out there a couple of months ago. Uh, China's been uh, freezing people's bank accounts for months. Yeah. They have no access to their money. You know, we, we have cryptocurrency exchanges now freezing their assets. You know, it seems like a small thing. Cryptocurrency is not as big as global markets and governments, and but it doesn't matter. It doesn't. Matter. These, this, these are symptoms. You know, you know when you're getting sick and it's like, oh, I think something's coming on, and then you wake up the next day and there it is, right? That's what we're talking about. You know, you, you can't freeze people's assets. You can't take away their ability to use their funds unless something bad is happening. And Joe, something bad is happening, right? This is, and again, just just these. Uh, the example of the power, because when you go all digital, right, what, what are you left with? Right, unless you've got something to barter with, if the government says you don't have access, your ability to live is gone. This is too much power. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592, uh, gold, uh, still down three here, 1847, uh, $20 gold on sale today, $45 off. That's, that's big in, in gold, uh, terms. Uh, 2150, as Jay Powell has said that in order to help the dollar maintain its international standing, we are going to have to have a central bank digital currency. Uh, so, so there you go. Uh, the, the, and, and of course, the power that goes along with it. And any time you see when the bankers make these types of changes, Jason, that this is a loss of freedoms. Period. End mm-hmm. of discussion. Uh, it's everything from cradle to grave essentially will be tracked now uh, by the Federal Reserve. Everything will be tracked. And in, in your October call for, for the, the things to get really crazy, I think it's going to be – I think I think you know, we're, we're in 222. Jason has the 222, I, I, and we're still in the year of 222. So I've, you know, I, I haven't put the heat on on the half empty cup of Joe with that, but Joe's, Joe's made the call of October as being kind of the, where the really th- things really get serious. Well, think about it. So, so – when Michael Burry talked about, hey, you only need 25% of the interest rate hikes that we had in the 70s, that's because of the $31 trillion in debt. Just like Joe said earlier on the show that, hey, the interest rates on car loans and on home loans and everything, credit cards is going to be ridiculous. Well, October, Joe, that's going to be right. In the, we're going to be between 25 and 3.5% at least on those interest rates, yeah, right, right I, to that 4% I, I, breaking point. That, that, that could happen in October. Right there. Right there. Let, so let me add one more thing. One more thing. Joe Biden was asked – Hey, if China goes into Taiwan, are you going to use military action to stop it? This is a question he was asked. You know, the guy that doesn't seem to answer questions very well or, or, or very, you know, he's kind of dopey. He said yes. He just said flatly, 
Yes. And we know that October is when the waters are calm uh, near Taiwan, and that would be the time that China would want to start sending troops in. That's crazy. You know, it seems that would be their emergency to bring in economic chaos when they get close to that 4% that Michael Burry says breaks everything. It's funny you just said that because the State Department was out today. It may have been yesterday uh, saying that if China invades Taiwan, that will be more like a Ukraine response. So very, very interesting, probably trying to backpedal the Biden stuff. Uh, but Jason's right. Listen, we're at one. Where are we now? One and a half. I expect another three quarters. It could be a a, a full point at the next one. Uh, so that's gonna let's say two and a quarter. Uh, then uh, we'll probably be by October right around that three, uh, potentially to four. Uh, and again, at that point, what Burry is saying, it's depression. Or that, that's yep. all it's going to be. You can't take. hit four because four is, is Armageddon. So you can't. He said basically saying you, you really can't get too much past four. But it's going to be economic chaos, anyways. And boy, do they have! The, they're going to have the, the thing in the news cycle that we talk about. They're going to have, hey, Taiwan will be the the biggest new uh, emergency, and and uh, you're going to, you know, remember we were talking about that new Cuban missile crisis situation that that would make the whole world shake. That would be you know ships, uh, you know, swimming around around the, the Taiwan, Joe. Can you imagine? We have U.S. warships and and Chinese warships, uh, you know, floating around Taiwan, right? That would be it. That would be that. That would be the emergency to blame it on. Yeah. Well, and of course, China just uh, launched their new aircraft carrier. Uh, but uh, but again, even without that, you know, that we'll we'll see. Uh, and I think it'll depend on how scared we are about how much ground the dollar is going to re, re uh, lose globally. Uh, I think if our government and our bankers fear that we're going to lose a lot more than I'm hoping we're going to lose, then I absolutely expect war. That's all I'm saying, because that's usually what they do in these types of situations. Let's let's see what happens uh, on that front. Uh, on the crypto side, uh, more, more problems uh, now. It's uh, Three Arrows Capital. Uh, they are in the process. Well, they're, they're imploding here. Uh, they, they finally made a count, comment to the Wall Street Journal. We, are, we have always been believer in crypto. We still are. We're in the process of communicating with what relevant parties and fully committed to working this out. Well, here's the problem. Anyone who's got their money there, uh, you, you can't take it out. Uh, the hedge fund had $3 billion under management. Uh, it was a large, Three Arrows was part of a large group uh, that uh, had a billion dollar token sale for Luna, which that's another one that went uh, uh, to the wayside. So it looks like we've got another uh, crypto implosion happening. Uh, Jeff Gunlotch was out, I want to say the other day, he thinks Bitcoin uh, is headed to 10,000, Jason. Yeah, well, I mean, it had an all-time high of sixty-four thousand in twenty twenty. It really hasn't recovered from that. I don't see sixty-four thousand in a while. And I know, I know, it can bounce and go uh, go violently upwards, like it goes violently downwards. But yeah, Joe, I, it, it, it's it's priced as an equity. And if stocks are going to continue to collapse, and I'm, it would just say I was a guy that was into all kinds of stocks and equities. Well, if things are going down and I need to sell, I'm going to sell my crypto first. I'm going to trust my stocks more. I, you know, that's crypto's the new thing, so you, you always yeah, get rid of the new thing. Yeah, yeah that's right. And, and again, uh, I, I, everyone knows my thoughts on crypto. Uh, I think it's a 
glorious idea, unfortunately going to be completely corrupted by central bank digital currencies. Uh, but, but nonetheless, to Jason's point, think about this. Uh, Dow was almost at 37,000. Crypto was at 66. Dow's heading, you know, right? Dow's at 29,000. Crypto's falling. Uh, Burry says, listen, the Dow's going down a lot more. So 10,000, heck, it could even go all the way back to five, uh, before it's done. Cause it seems like it's in lockstep with stocks, which is not what it's supposed to be. But this is what they do. Germany. Man, the show went to buy too fast. Huge announcement out of Germany today. Major warnings on energy. Major warning on widespread bankruptcies. We'll cover that really fast. 800 gold, 2150 today. We'll be back for the final segment of the week. 800-951-0592. Please prepare. You guys, here, I'll just give it to you. The head of Germany's regulatory office for electricity, gas, telecom, postal, and rail service said that a significant gas shortage is going to send shockwaves throughout the country, uh, saying that Banks are going to have to prepare for installment loans to uh, businesses that have a chance to survive and prepare for ailing companies to fall into total insolvency. Uh, Also, that Germany may have to change the laws that will allow landlords right now germany has a law where landlords have to provide heat to 68 degrees okay in the winter time he says that germany will most likely have to change the laws to allow the landlords to lower that number so could you imagine in the middle of winter in germany and you could only set your thermostat to say 60 degrees this is what he says is coming jason yeah that's not that's not good you know i mean uh uh but i'll say this i'm not a big fan of government and 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 uh over overreaching rules i, I think the market and people should make their own decisions but uh if there's a a, a shortage of essentials like energy I don't. What do you do, Joe? I mean, what do you do? Because it's, it's you. You. Uh, you can. You can shut off one city or something, or everybody has to just uh, have a have a lower uh, standard to make it stretch. You know, there's only so much of it, right, Joe? If there's only so much of it, how do you get uh, everybody in a, in a place where they can survive? I guess is what that number yeah. tells me. Yeah. Listen, the rolling blackouts continuing in Australia. Australia is telling uh, all of its populations, don't turn your lights on. This is how bad things are getting and going to get. Like I said, the worst part of this wave is still coming. I know too many people don't believe that. It, this just the facts. Germany right now is already begging its citizens to use as little power as possible. Jason, they just don't have enough energy. Yeah, we're only halfway through 2022. I can't imagine what the back half of this year is going to be like. And then this year is going to set up 2023, I think, to be even worse, Joe. So, so this, this yeah, is Yeah, and, and this is all up. about, 
yeah, you're totally right, Jay. This all, listen, they're using up all the supply they've got to get through the summer. There's going to be nothing left for the winter at all. Yeah, the back half of the year, you know, we start thinking uh, school back in session, and then uh, you, you got to what uh, Halloween, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, when things get chillier and chillier and cooler on the northern hemisphere, Joe, which is where most people live in this world. I can't imagine what it's going to be like. You know, we're talking about diesel. I mean, we, the, the, you know, we touched on this a couple of days in a row, but that deaf problem. I mean, I, I talk to more and more people. It's, it's becoming a, a huge topic because, de- you know, how you know, even if you don't use diesel, diesel is what brings you your gas for your car. I mean, gas prices are going to explode. I don't even July, August. What what are the gas prices going to be? Six weeks, eight hundred nine five one zero five. Nine two. Uh, the Dow is down again. Uh, it's, you know, I guess a good day because it's only down a hundred points. Uh, twenty nine eight thirty right now. Uh, twenty dollar gold. Twenty one fifty eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two.